This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Quip. Very nicely designed, compact, and uh, portable electric toothbrushes sent to your home with brush head refills every three months. And if you go to tryquip.com slash thumbs, you can get $10 off your first brush head refill. That's tryquip.com slash thumbs. <clears throat> nice. <clears throat> nope. Gotta stop that. <laughs> Nick's about to explode. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to stop. That's fine. I refuse to stop the Nick Brecken story. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you can clear your throat. Still doing it's okay. it. It's weird. I don't like what you're doing right now. Nick Nick Brecken is asphyxiated while not recording a podcast today. What are you doing? You're just You know what he's doing? He's waiting. He's just sitting He's there waiting looking. for the appropriate time. And the appropriate time comes right after I say It's July 27th, 2017. Uh, and this is important if true. <laughs> I can't use that. Parado thumbs. I'm Chris Remo. <laughs> I'm Nick Brecken. Fuck. <laughs> I'm Jake Rodkin. Hey guys! Hey, <laughs> I just—it's been so long since we did Nick a podcast was engaging that I was in some kind of weird, like hunger strike style <laughs> psychological behavior. Just Nick's now, I don't really games. know what was going yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, I told Nick not to do a thing, so he aggressively That's didn't do it. What and you made do me when you're a child? <laughs> yeah. You have, in fact, described yourself as a child performing that exact tactic. Really? Yeah, haven't you? You're, I remember. I can't remember the specifics of it, but I remember you expressly telling us one of the things your mother wrote in her sort of diary of raising you. Which, by the way, we need to hear. We need to get more of that material because it's been a while since we've read any of that. Um, but didn't you say something about how you wouldn't eat food or you wouldn't do something like just to spite her? I think it was I wouldn't poo. You wouldn't poo. That's what it was. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, there you that go. That was a mistake. Yeah, I that was a total. It you put your I, foot right in it, Chris. Yeah, I really. Did. <laughs> right off the bat. Oh. Look, look. We are. <laughs> well, start, start the we clock. Start so the clock weeks. over. We, so we uh, look, instead <laughs> of counter, ta- instead of talking about poo. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about robots. Oh. Oh, that's true. I actually have a a minor thing that is oh, happening this week that is that is related to sort of the robots and poo our automated world. Okay, I, okay. I order it's not it is in no way related to the second of thing that Nick just said. Yeah. Okay. Um I ordered a pair of bookends on Amazon. I ordered the cheesiest possible thing, by the way. I ordered bookends that are in the shape of like a pineapple split in half. So the two bookends are two halves of a pineapple. Nice. To sort of like to that will you go made that pineapple that are, sandwich. Yeah, that My will sit on the top of our sort of image. like yeah. little tiki Tiki oh. standing bar with all the tiki glasses. This is to separate. This it. is to hold a bunch of books about how to make cocktails. Yeah, for sure. yeah. This is just that's like, the that's the appropriate use of pineapple uh, of pineapple bookcases. Yeah, or bookends. And it sort of cracked me up, and, and it seemed like a good idea. So, so I bought it from Amazon, and I I pressed buy, and it was you know two days. Amazon Prime, it'll get to your thing. So it uh, you know it arrives two days later, and I open the box, and the thing that's in the box is a like purple floral terracotta flower vase. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. That's a, that's mm. annoying. So I email Amazon and they're like, oh, sorry about that. Here, we'll, you can, we'll send you a new one and then you can return this one. And, uh, and you, you know, we'll send you a shipping label and whatever. It's fine. So I'm like, okay, great. And they expedite it. So the next day I get home from work and there's a package waiting for me and I open it up and it is a purple floral <laughs> uh, terracotta <laughs> flower pot. And I email them back, and I'm like, "What? what is this? Like, what is going on? Can you send me another one and like check this time? And they're like, send, oh, really sorry. Send it to me, to me, well, to me. Yeah, send it to me, to me, to me. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, so sorry about this. Don't worry even about returning these yet. Just, we'll, just don't worry about it. We'll send you another one. And I'm like, okay, great. The next day, literally the next day, I get they, they've been overnighting these to, mm-hmm. because of the error. I get home from work. There's a box waiting for me. Great. I open it up. It is a purple floral print terracotta vase. At that point, I was I knew that's what it was going to be. Like At that point, right. I'm like, <laughs> I know what this is going to be. It was the exact same item each time, and there was a little 
print at the or a little sort of tag on the bottom of it that said exactly what the product was, which was like I like remember it by heart now. It's like nine point two five inch height purple floral print terracotta <laughs> vase. And I quoted it every time in these emails, and I sent it again. And they're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry about that. We'll, we'll, <laughs> you know, we'll refund your thing." And I'm like, "Could you send like a message to someone in the warehouse saying that your inventory there is no thing one is obviously <laughs> wrong? Like, there's something a item is yeah. misfiled." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm really sorry," and. Uh, and they're like, we'll refund your order. We'll like, give you your money back. And I'm like, okay, great. Assuming that what they meant was that they would give me my money back, but still send me the right thing, like still mm. send me the order. But instead, my order just got canceled entirely. So now I'm sitting at home with three purple floral terracotta flower vases. Right. And I have absolutely no use. And if you want to win one of those flower vases, <laughs> uh, yeah. right into, no. <laughs> So then I go I I'm I go back to amazon.com and I'm like, "You know what? I guess I'll just place this order again. I guess I'll just buy oh, a, wow. a, a one of these." Yeah. That's a bold choice. I know. I went and I bought my stupid gold pineapple pineapple bookends and then 2 days later it just arrived and it was fine. <laughs> now you should inside like broke the chain of yeah. that weird huh. okay, cycle. Okay, y- y- you should try it going to your other the, your initial order and reordering it and see what happens. <laughs> don't don't, this item don't again. find yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or just go to the page I mean, the, the for the 9.25 is, inch uh, purple terracotta pot and order that. Oh, and I see should what actually happens. look at the yeah, I should actually look at the page for See that. if you get a pineapple. Yeah. Well, what's funny what's funny is that every time a new one came, I could see the on the pineapple page, it was started with like only 12 in stock, order now. Mm. And by the time I was done, it was down to only 9 in stock, <laughs> but it was for this pineapple. Well. They only claimed to be. Um, so, yeah, maybe I should order the, the... The problem is I would then have to spend, like, $30 or whatever on this vase. Yeah. Which I don't really care to do. Mm. Um, you have three, though, so you should bring them in. We should just... I could just... Yeah, we could just decorate the office with them. Yeah. I actually only have two left because I, I did send... <sighs> I sent the first one back with the... We'll buy a third one to match. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just order that pineapple. Yeah. I... I <laughs> right. Uh, so anyway, that was my experience with sort of automated our automated reality. Good work. Yeah. Thanks. Nice. Good work, man. Now I do now have a very cheesy set of pineapple uh, bookends on my uh, on my bar. It's really you did it. I like it more than I should. What can I say? Five stars. That will surprise again. nobody still listening to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we also talked about Amazon last week and sort of the relentless march of algorithmic Amazon orders. And I wonder if some Amazon algorithm was just really insisting that I that flower pot was actually the thing I'm really it knew. meant to order. It's, this is actually yeah. what your home needs. We have we – have, because there was a thing recently that was just said where Facebook apparently – is developing or has or something they're researching the ability to sort of covertly turn on your um, computer your computer camera your webcam which is super Jesus. fucked up wow, that's so cool. that it can study your face and analyze your emotional reactions to things. Every story about that needs to include the photo of Mark Zuckerberg at his desk with the electrical tape over his I know, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. Give me a break, right? But anyway, maybe that's what Amazon was doing to my home oh, and determining true. that, like, ah, these three vases placed at strategic <clears throat> points in your home will elevate oh. the decor and coherence. They're really reflective, and Amazon can, in fact, do a reverse cast into the spherical map reflected <laughs> in that vase to see the rest of <laughs> your apartment oh, through your webcam. Wow. Yeah. Uh, That's like the fucking Dark Knight Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Please using place these base stations as, exactly yeah. 12 feet around each corner. So yeah. uh, uh, these these 12 inch floral print purple base stations. Yeah. Oh, so we have something that a lot of people wrote into us about. A mall security robot may have in fact committed suicide. <laughs> Bold claim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a tweet that, that has a picture of a robot in what looks like a mall or office park fountain, and the caption in it just says, Our DC office building got a security robot. It drowned itself. 
Uh, but it's it's in like a shallow pool of yeah, yeah it's in like ninety degrees water. over, just <laughs> the, like drowning in yeah. Yeah, the photo is amazing because it has what are probably actually just building security or like technicians or maintenance guys uh, around like it. A crime scene. It looks like a crime scene. It yeah. looks like it's two cops looking at a drowned body on a TV mm-hmm. show. Yeah. It's uh, it's fantastic. This is one of the I recognize. I so Jake, you've read about this. I have not. I've just seen the infinite photos people have sent us of this. This has been one of the like I would say top three stories in terms of people of the number of people who sent them sent it into us. Um, and when I yeah the night scope it, oh that's what it is night scope yeah. yeah yeah you thought it was night bridge no no night scope night scope way more spelled with way a k and k and i g h t scope yeah this is the robot that I believe we talked about on this podcast at least once before yes this is the one that can uh, that they were I believe the manufacturer was saying it will do things like measure ambient temperature and air pressure mm-hmm. in order to somehow divine. Crim- like likelihood if of criminal, criminal intent yeah. and yeah. all these different things, yeah. So this is this is the um, like Minority Report yeah. robot that apparently could not foresee its own demise, <laughs> yeah. or it could. I mean, it yeah, could, it was silenced. It could be less Minority Report and uh, or ex- excuse me, it could be entirely Minority Report. It could be uh, criminal criminal technology becomes sort of so so self aware and remorseful that maybe it decides right. to just end yeah. it end it now. Also, like Minority Report, it lives in a shallow pool of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the the thing that... I, I can't remember if we talked about all the different things that the the uh, that the Nightscope robot has done, but it, it, it keeps showing up in the news. I remember news. it like, knocked over a kid one time. Yeah, it it's ran a, over yeah. a kid's foot. Uh, yeah. it's, there was another, it hit the news also when a drunk man got mad and decided it was going to show the robot who is boss, <laughs> is the wording, and beat up and knocked over the robot who was then put back on patrol. But it's... <laughs> the Nightscope security robot is interesting in that it's it's it's... <laughs> It's slowly become ubiquitous enough in public it's, places. Like it's not in very many, but it's in enough that man. It's in enough that local news stories can yeah, happen right. to Human- it once every several yeah. months. Humanity it feels is like having repeat encounters with the Nightscope security robot. It's it feels like it happened very fast too. It feels like we talked about this. I know. On, like a couple this of is, weeks ago, and yeah. suddenly it's just it was, oh, one of them's yeah. drowning. We first <laughs> yeah. we first talked about this. I think on Idle Thumbs. <laughs> yeah. A number of months ago, but nonetheless, you're right. I mean, it's been in a very short period of time. Yeah. That suddenly this thing just lives in local malls and stuff yeah it's very weird somebody wrote into us a couple of weeks ago actually and said i was just reading the internet and because i listened to your show here's an ad that i got and it was just the lineup of all of the different night scope robots that they make and it looked like <laughs> something out of terminator oh yeah they were all just <laughs> like and he thought he was like oh this is like a joke thing and then he's like oh no this is a real yeah. ad so, uh, so <laughs> what there's 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 currently two models of nightscope robot in service there's the nightscope k3 which is not what this one is it's like a smaller one it has a colorful front panel on it and it sort of just you know spins around and does basic security stuff the one that's really popular in malls is the nightscope k5 which is the five foot tall one that just looks like a, a dalek from doctor who like it just looks well, it looks like if a dalek met eve from wally from wally yeah mm. it's 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 just sort of a big, like cone. half half an oval, yeah, like a smoothed off cone that runs around. But what Nightscope has been looking to get funding for, and seems like they have recently secured funding for, is the Nightscope K7, oh, which is a four wheeled roving autonomous vehicle oh, no. that is it's oh, it's Jesus. only like three feet off the ground or something. It looks like uh, like a like. If if you took like a, a, a four wheeler that you'd use to like ride around in the desert, like in sand dunes or something, you know, like a little ATV that that you'd ride around, but then smoothed it way out and turned it into like a Tron light cycle, uh, except that its job is just to like patrol outdoors autonomously, searching for people. Wow, uh, they're hmm. they're epic. searching for who? I don't know. It's 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 a people. It's, an, it's, it's <laughs> like a people. our algorithms humans. will determine which th- people I, to search for. I think for. that it's being pitched around as like this is for them. parking lots, but it also could be like for your ranch or the border of the United States. Oh God! You know, like oh, I'm mean, sure boy. that's what. So it's getting to the point, and I know that I always. Uh, take things to an arbitrary, ridiculous, fear-mongering standpoint, but their website has an FAQ on it, mm-hmm. and one of the questions is, are your security robots armed? And they have to be like, no, they're not. These are not for shooting anyone or anything. But like, the fact that they have to write that 
mm-hmm. uh, should hopefully be a, like a wake-up signal to them and their trajectory, I feel like. Anyway, here's here's the, their robot menagerie. Yeah. Wow. It looks yeah. like, it just looks like... It looks like concept art. That looks like render yeah. concept art. It looks, that look, no, that looks like uh, the set of a film yeah, it's, it's, where it's they're like, just like, here. here's our cool like, the lineup of... Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But no, it's, just, it's a Wait, weird... Wait, so how did this, how was this robot murdered? Which robot? What, oh, how did he fall know, over? Subject oh. of this did he just trip down the stairs? Uh, I think. Well, uh, what robot? Says uh, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> as, as he quietly is removed from right. the room. Well, I mean, this photograph of this of this small oh, security yeah. robot in Washington D.C. <laughs> let's also point out that it was murdered in our nation's capital. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. But, murdered. Sorry. The setting of Minority uh, Report. This tweet. <laughs> this tweet says suicide. Yeah. Right, but that's they're not criminal investigators. There's no comment as to whether or not they've opened a criminal investigation. Sure. There's no well, comment as to whether or not they suspect homicide. Right. Well, they and we know that when there's no comment as to whether or not an investigation <laughs> is open or they that's suspect true. homicide, those two, th- this robot was definitely murdered. It was mm-hmm. ice cold. Yeah. Well, they must have a black box, like right? I mean, they must they must be able to sort of you know go through and see its last moments. <laughs> Right. That's true. This robot should be and able what to it's solve thinking. its own goddamn murder. <laughs> this is definitely one of the our best, our best and brightest. <laughs> is still in the hospital. In. We can't. We can't. <laughs> how how is the mall security uh, team going to solve this crime uh, without their robot? Lower him into a large box of rice so he can dry out. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, we may not be able to see. <laughs> God, it's this... okay to put him in the dishwasher as long as you put him in the rice afterwards. Uh, if he if he fell in and got got dirty, uh, <laughs> that's a tip. By the way, if you don't know that, if your phone gets wet or a security robot, put it in a in a sort of you know jug of rice, mm-hmm. and the rice will draw out the moisture. Oh, if this story ended with the security of have uh, like requisitioned a rice silo, <laughs> <laughs> by the time the robot fully sinks to the bottom of the yeah. silo, we can get him out and then yeah. replay. You get get that content off his SD card safely and securely. All I can think of with the actual robot being pushed into the into the pond is just its presence in, as has come up before, classic mont- present day montage of the events leading up to mm. Terminator or Blade Runner or what I guess Blade Runner is not the right call there, but you know any any far future or n- actually near future. I know sort of robots gone amok. The Night Scorp, the Night Scope Corporation, is exactly the name of the company. It's, it's really the fact that just... they built the rolling one now. Like everyone was very worried about Boston Dynamics. I'm less worried about Boston Dyna- Dynamics now because they're okay. They're too expensive. One, I've honestly never actually been worried about any of these things because what's the point in legitimately worrying about them? But Boston Dynamics, yeah, making <laughs> well, whatever is just going to happen. There's we yeah. don't we have no agency over the situation, so it's just a joke. But Boston Dynamics makes the Big Dog and uh, the Cheetah and Atlas and Petman and all of the like military grade, uh, incredibly advanced ones that actually like give your brain like a Lovecraftian response to seeing like limbs not working yeah. correctly, but behaving yeah. like a living creature that has no head and all all that other fucked up stuff. But the mall security robots are the crazy ones because they're just going to be all over the place just doing their thing. Yeah, like they're going to be trundling around looking like boring utilitarian Yeah, objects. like the, the, the Big Dog and Atlas ones, they look any like, montage they show up in would be like directed by Catherine Bigelow. It would be right, like yeah. huge you know, yeah. RPGs <laughs> blasting off yeah, and like yeah, helicopters yeah, yeah. going. They're already in a war zone, whereas these are the ones that are like just background. the kid hugs the thing that she thinks is a robot, but then right. also the kid hugs the actual robot that then runs it over and like, was it a medical emergency or what? Like, did it, was it on purpose? And like, yeah, this belligerent man punches robot in mall, robot found dead in fountain. Like this is actually, <laughs> yeah. and then those headlines are running concurrently with Nightscope develops autonomous roving four-wheeled vehicle for off-road uh, the, uh, can patrol the streets safely. I mean, Your the, gated oh community God. guarded by Nightscope Corporation. The other movie this this could be is the one that actually is in the near future and the human detective protagonist's partner, Nightscope K3, was just found face down <laughs> in a mall th- pa- shallow pond <laughs> over, over last night. Right. And he gets in that next morning and is like ruefully smoking a cigarette in you know and he re- resolves to uh, solve this crime and avenge his uh, he his always insists on driving the cop car and Nightscope's always like I could drive you know and he's like I got it <laughs> I could drive I wouldn't even have to get into that scene you, you, could, you could, I just, could just start doing it you right could now. just ride me <laughs> <laughs> I really want you to yeah <laughs> just yeah. once please just yeah. once please. <laughs> 
please, just once. Let's fly please, like fly like the wind. Me. <laughs> we we need to be on, so beautiful. On my head. I come equipped with a rumble seat. <laughs> <laughs> what well, he does? Just to open up that hatch. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's maybe the, maybe that's the, the, maybe oh. the drama comes from you know uh, this human cop. Mm-hmm who basically thinks he's the best because, you know, he's partnered with this stupid robot and, you know, they've shown each other the ropes and they've, you yeah. know, one's shown him how to play by play by the rules and one's shown them how to not play by the rules and yeah. you get results and whatever. But maybe right the night before he was murdered, maybe it was the, I don't even need to get out of the seat to drive. Like, I've actually been doing all this stuff like maybe the maybe they somehow have the equivalent of the two buddy cops oh, who are they, on the outs get fucking drunk together. I yeah. don't know how the robot gets drunk, but it mm. just decides to initiate drunk protocol, and it admits that maybe the other guy sucks and he's been doing all the work. And this guy's a crisis of conscience, wakes up blacked out the next day, and the robot is dead. Oh man! And yeah. then did he kill his partner or not? Oh I think man! That's, I think that's, that's really the story. Oh yeah, it's really good. It's a really good pitch. Yeah, thanks, Nightscope. <laughs> probably uh, actually owns that IP and has robots that have generated 15 sequels. Uh, mm, yeah. I imagine yeah. they also, if they're making stuff that looks like this, they probably also must yeah, have, have an entertainment licensing arm. Yeah, they've got Nightscope Creative off yeah. uh, in the other yeah. room with this, one one human. And, <laughs> Nightscope K3 also has, chain also human. has an entertainment arm <laughs> that his partner <laughs> steadfastly refuses to give a try. Oh, no. That's true. He's going to turn that on 100% in like the third sequel with Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> when, oh, when he's voiced Joe by Pesci. Joe Pesci, when oh, he turns man, on that yeah, mode, yeah. he doesn't need, don't even need to get Joe Pesci showing up as the wacky third character. This robot just can like have whole fucking shitty shtick conversations to itself with its Joe Pesci AI. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if there was actually, I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about this mall robot. If there was oh, actually yeah, sorry, a sort of like Shane you. Black movie, like the, a Lethal Weapon style buddy cop yeah. Yeah, story yeah, yeah. with those two guys, the way that you've learned that sort of, I'm assuming that the cop is basically the Mel Gibson character. Like it doesn't play by the rules, ass wipe. Right. But when he learns to respect and uh, actually work with his buddy partner and they get results like never before, the two of them are like on the docks hidden behind some like tied down stuff. And he looks up over the top and turns back around. You know, the end, they, then they're being held at gunpoint and a huge action scene happens. The way that he, if he starts saying to his police robot, doesn't look like anything to me, to me, to me. And that's how the robot <laughs> knows that there are, in fact, three guys. Oh, and they, and they, that's how they, like, oh, play the, yeah. like, oh, oh, wow. You know, like, the, the criminal mastermind oh God, looks yeah. at Mel Gibson confused as to, like, why the why thing that he, he says is that, that yeah. one, he's saying he doesn't see anything, but he said it three times. Like, a human wouldn't know what yeah. it means, but yeah. then the robot would just immediately turn around and for the first time would have a gun because this robot doesn't usually have one, right. as we know from the Night's yeah. regulations. But it's learned... But it 3D, it's learned it 3D, a 3D prints moral. a full gun right. from inside, inside of, of it, itself. A thing yeah. that can just happen right. now. Anyway, continue. It, yeah, because it's it's learned a little bit. But yeah, then it just ices three guys and then it says some wisecracking joke right. that <laughs> implies that it's basically wearing some, like, Hawaiian sunglasses right. bullshit. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It deals yeah, with it, that's, definitely. That's definitely. Hasta la vista, baby, baby, baby. Yeah, the learning <laughs> moment, though, is him saying, doesn't look like anything to me, to me, to me, and then like yeah. gives like a sly look to the robot, who totally knows, oh, he's speaking yeah, my language. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's... Man, when it says hasta la vista, baby, 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 it definitely rotates each time to each <laughs> yes, corpse. Yes, right, yes. Hasta la vista, baby, <laughs> baby, <laughs> baby. <laughs> and then smokes three cigarettes. <laughs> Actually, it then just rolls over their hands and they scream <laughs> yeah. in pain. Yeah, but yeah. it's now owning the fact that it can just do damage to humans accidentally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson lights up one cigarette while the robot simultaneously uh, <laughs> lights up three v- vape pens. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the robot just starts smoking out of a hole uh, that you think maybe it's malfunctioning, but then it, it makes like a satisfied exhaling sound. <laughs> Alternatively, maybe in this film, Mel Gibson actually... Uh, vapes and the robot weirdly smokes an actual cigarette right, right. that it's using. Which it to picks like, up off the hand of a corpse that it's run over. Probably. Yeah, it yes. just takes a long drag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then tells Mel Gibson you should really quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's when. The, anyway, they're back together now that the murder was solved after the, after there was the scene of Mel Gibson yeah. waiting outside the hospital room where the robot was doused in rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Just yeah. waiting to see if he'll properly, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. Dehydrate the circuits himself. will dry out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this seems well, fine. That's, yeah, that's all fine. Anyway, well, when that was on College Humor, it underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, we actually have a very relevant email that connects to this. Um, this is actually was written in for the Ruination cast, uh, which is which we're 
actually recording moments after doing this podcast, but um, it is so relevant to what we're discussing that I'm going to just sort of swipe it from yep. ruination. This was this was a question asked by Reggie Clark, who writes, if you were really a robot, would you want to know? Mm. Which is, it, it, that's an intense, I mean, that's basically well, what kind of what Blade Runner is about, sort of. I mean, Blade yeah, Runner is not, ro- it's not robot, you have to be in, but right? it is basically that. You would know if you looked like a like mechanical robot, so it has to be a situation <laughs> right. in which if you- If you were the Nightbridge, yeah. What, if, yeah, what if the Nightbridge- I thought I was about, human the whole time. Everything about that like, what, movie yeah. is exactly what it was, except that one of that You know you're a robot, right? Is that what? he what do you mean? What do you mean? He's just a normal person. Oh, well, that, if that Nightbridge is, in fact, powered by the brain of his old partner- Oh, but oh wow! But his old partner—that's really good. Is it good? No, yeah. it's not. None of this is good. No. This is no, all is, terrible. No, 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 it's really good, Chris. Okay, it's not. <laughs> it's quite good. Oh, it's only good if he never, for some reason, sees a mirror and then wakes up in the hospital and looks in a mirror. <laughs> and then, oh, is a, what, yeah, and then the is a rice, robot. Yeah, this is all terrible, yeah, and yeah. it's delicious. Anyway, he would have to know he's a robot. Uh, what if you? What if you programmed a robot to believe itself? to be a human being and just also because it's a robot you can just also just program, program it to, it not to disregard recognize anything. any evidence yeah. to the contrary and just yeah. not like I mean Jesus yeah that's a very dark version of this where you literally can't know yeah because you're just programmed to not yeah. hear it you're, you're I mean just, that's just the Westworld conceit right that's the people that's true that's the people true. in Westworld who just say it doesn't look like anything to me whenever they're shown any contradictory <laughs> evidence of the fact that they might be a robot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah but what if instead it was a buddy cop story and one of them was this mall robot I think that'd be a better <laughs> story I think than so Westworld. too yeah, yeah get on the ball HBO yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, I would know. I want to know? I don't care. Ma- oh, here's a... Dark- just, I would want to know. Just here's, fucking tell me. Yeah, I let me know, know I'm a robot. I want to know. Maybe this was a suicide, and maybe it just found out. Oh, oh then it is going to wake up in the hospital. It tripped the, th- the circuit inside of it that made it recognize that when it looked in the mirror, what it was actually seeing was its robot self. Like, uh, like it just wasn't aware all the rest mm. of the time. Oh, it looked in the pool of water and saw the reflection of its own <laughs> gleaming white plastic And then reached out face. for it and fell in. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? What is that strange being? And then it sort of touches it in its water. And, it and then it fell in love with itself, in fact. It fell in love with itself. Yeah, it's like a bird seeing, there it's, seeing itself yeah, it's in the mirror. Yeah, eventually its servos <laughs> yeah. rusted and its battery yeah. died and it tipped over and fell into the water. I love yeah. you. I love you, Wobot, it said, and then <laughs> killed itself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. It would have stayed there forever if not for that manufacturing defect that uh, all of these robots were recalled to have fixed, but it never did because right. it didn't know it was a robot tragedy. Oh. This is the s- most strangely dark like half of this podcast <laughs> I think we've ever recorded. No, it's not. Okay. Because it's all trash. <laughs> well, it's definitely all trash. I'm not arguing with you on that one. Woof. What if a robot that didn't know it was a robot found out that it was a robot because it saw its own reflection in the mall pool in which it works as a security robot, then fell in love with the robot who it revealed to be itself, then was sad, but before it could save any, any before it could solve it, its servo gave out and it died. <laughs> also, it was a buddy cop. <laughs> Where's my partner been? <laughs> the end. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, should we take a break? Uh, well, do, would you want to know if you were a robot, given oh, all of what we've discussed? Man, you know, or, actually, or really putting hard. all of that aside as yeah, one definitely putting all that aside. I don't yeah. know that any of it's relevant. Yeah, you'd have to put it all aside. Um, I God, that's really hard to answer. If I actually try to engage with that seriously, the weight of it is crushing <clears> to me. Because I mean, the fact that it says, "Would you want to know?" implies that there's a moment at which you didn't know that yes. and it's being revealed you're finding out right i mean i guess if the question if is someone just said chris you you're a cylon to... or a west world yeah it depends on what kind of robot that's you are. the thing like it if really i'm really a cool does. robot yeah. 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 yeah it depends on your i mean the fact that i think <laughs> let's that, assume we're a cool let's robot you're like a for, the, for the purposes of this question sweet robot i think you're... the answer the way that you have to answer this question is almost contingent it's almost sort of stipulated by the formation of the question itself which is that if you are even if you are a being that has the ability to consciously want things like to to and not just in and, and, and but i mean intangible things like knowledge of 
Yeah. A sort of um, existential knowledge, right, right about because yourself. Because this is presupposing that you are indistinguishable in your own thought from a human, right? I mean, like, right, right, you've least, existed yeah. your, uh, yeah. for you decades on Earth. You at least have complex Earth. sentience. Yeah. In order to right. care about this question at all, yes. you need to have some level of complex self-awareness and sentience that means the question would have any meaning in the first place or you wouldn't be able to express exactly. an idea about whether... So if that were true, it would be a crushing reality, right? Oh, I think I'd be I fine mean, with it. I guess part of it depends on the social <laughs> surroundings, right? Now, if I if I were in this position right now, I would probably say no. I don't want to know. But maybe if because it was, once you found out, you as a robot would be forced to kill both of us in this room. <laughs> <and> your life <laughs> would be changed forever. Yeah. But maybe far enough in the future, if there's a point at which robots, generally speaking, are commonly sort of highly sentient and self-aware, maybe the stigma of being a robot would be less. And it wouldn't be as big. Well, a would, deal. would it just be you who knows? That's the question. Like, if someone basically sent you a thing that was like, touch this fucking RFID chip to like a, the spot above your left temple, and then your eye is going to turn inside out and a laser is going to come out of it, and then you can just close it back up, and only you'll know this information. I what? mean, this Wait, is what? kind of the information you know is that your eye can. Like, like if you just have irrefutable <laughs> proof that your body is bionic, like if you press a thing, you could just now. Oh, oh and your, your arm just splits open, and you're like, oh, that's the worst way to find out. My <laughs> God, <laughs> what if your brain just like ex- you know just like came <laughs> apart, and then it just went back, and you're fine. You're like, oh, that's fine, right? Like, that, Jesus. What if you witness something about yourself horribly traumatizing? Right. To reconcile with your yeah. understanding of the world. Yeah, this is yes. the video drone yeah, scenario. Yeah, no, I don't this want like, that to happen. My yeah. answer to that, Jake, is well, no. How is there? Don't do how that. How is there to irrefutable me. proof of this that is not viscerally yeah. damaging? That's to true. You? That's true. Like anyway. how is if someone's like so if someone just you're a robot it. and then you're like. Uh, prove it. Well, How the similar... fuck do you prove it? We know the way you prove yeah. it is that your eye does something weird this is or actually, your skin comes off your hand. This is actually, yeah, this is actually similar to the Matrix, matrix question we, I mean, that we answered the other week because at some point you I, have to have the moment where you're just like, your brain explodes, right? I mean, like, that's the... Yeah. Otherwise, you just don't. How do you know I'm a robot? Uh, I can't tell you. You have to see it for yourself. <laughs> eye explodes, <laughs> yeah. laser comes out, brain expands. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, or is this the good version, which is shitty? Was like, you can just jump way farther and you're yeah, you're, die. you're just yeah. saying you're just really cool. You're just cool. You're just, yeah. you're just, no, you're just totally. No, that wouldn't. No. That wouldn't be the case because <laughs> you would have known. Why? I mean, at some point you would have realized it, right? No, that, that, you could, no. those systems are not turned on. Oh, I see. It's they a, haven't. They haven't flipped the bit that allows yeah, you. It's to be a, a neural cool net robot. processor, yeah. a learning computer. Oh, <laughs> hmm. As if that explains it to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I understand. But it now. can't learn this particular thing. Yeah, right. there's some things that it cannot learn. Yeah, it has to be told. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we well, are all robots. Guys? We're I've all... been wrestling with this. You haven't wrestled with it at all. Yeah. Oh, just tell me. Just fucking tell you me. Yeah, I would want to know, know the truth. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. ruin my life. Yeah. But would it ruin your life though? Yeah. If you if you revealed that you're a robot. <laughs> You're gonna be fucking crushed in a f- dumpster. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're gonna, a, a How big, would that happen? A big hydraulic press yeah, will crush you. Or I gotta tell you something. You're a robot. And now we got to put you in a dumpster. <laughs> like, that's a different thing that someone's telling you. No. That's no, not no, part no. of this. That's not part of this. What I'm saying is. You're a robot and the lava's over there and, right, like, I'll, I'll leave you alone. No. I'll rephrase you've gotta... this question for clarity. <laughs> if you were a, really a robot, would you want to know if being told also required you <laughs> to be crushed in a dumpster and not being told meant you did not have to be crushed by a dumpster. But still could buy a different robot. (laughs) You might be, this does not preclude you from being crushed by a dumpster in the course of normal events that may result in a human being. So an AI has got two boxes, one of which includes your normal odds to be crushed in a dumpster. (laughs) The other one includes an actual dumpster. You are significantly more likely to be crushed in a dumpster, but you are a sweet robot. Which one will you pick? It knows. Because it also... There are two boxes boxes a cardboard box and a dumpster yeah yeah you must enter one of these boxes look if you enter the cardboard box it might later be thrown in a dumpster the same odds (laughs) as it would always have but in the other one you are a sick robot which guarantees mean that mankind will crush you in that dumpster for the 24 hours before you make your decision a night scope k3 robot (laughs) will follow you around measuring ambient air temperature and air pressure to determine the likelihood of which box you and then it will kill itself and reveal that you are a robot before it does (laughs) 
It will douse itself. Now, make your choice. It will slowly lower itself into a mall fountain, and at the end, a thumbs up or a thumbs down will, will appear. <laughs> Before it circuits fry. <laughs> then it will say, I'll be back, back, no, back. It will say, it will, it, will say it will say, hasta la vista, baby, 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 baby. to Mel Gibson, who will yeah. then issue the final proclamation. <laughs> As to whether you He are- will crush the dumpster or not. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, anyway, this is all real. Uh, he, will pull the, the th- he will pull the lever no matter what. It's just a matter of which box gets crushed right. and whether you're in it or not. Either the dumpster itself turn- is crushes yeah. itself as a dumpster, or the cardboard box is lifted into it. Right, I think, given all of this, I am not going. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Gonna walk away I'm gonna, from the Yeah, I don't think. I think the, the, the only way to win is to not play. I feel I'm like done. everything I'm that we've done. ever learned about someone discovering they're a robot in every fictional anything, they just get ripped apart or crushed. Or yeah. thrown in lava. Yeah, they peel their arm open, or they get melted by yeah, lava. Yeah, or they get but machine gunned emotionally... by space marines. Oh, oh, well, you, you first, you're right, you either just immediately become evil, or you're immediately conscripted in with all the evil ones, or your existential dread about maybe the fact that you are evil compounds mm. exponentially until you are just machine gunned to death. Are you just, are you just wholesale conflating robots with evil? No, some robots are good. Oh, okay. I mean, what if any of those robots had been hugged by a little girl who said, I love you, robot? <laughs> yeah, then maybe true. humanity would be saved. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I totally want to well, I want to know. Just tell me if I'm a fucking robot. Just do it. Just like if get, you, the, get the it over with. The consolation prize for Chris, being am I a robot, robot is that one, that little girl gets to hug you. Oh, man. I'm, tell me if... I, I hope I'm a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I am. All right. I hope you are too, Jake. Let's take a break. Yeah. This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Quip electric toothbrushes sent to your home with brush head refills every three months and those brush head refills come with the new battery for your toothbrush uh if you so choose they come with toothpaste Ooh. yeah they come with a full-size toothpaste tube and a little tsa sized travel toothpaste tube yeah and uh, it's just a really nice extremely simple electric toothbrush it's about it's it's just it's barely even bulkier than a than a regular non-electric toothbrush it's a really impressively compact design it's got a timer in it so you will brush for the full two minutes 30 seconds per tooth quadrant uh, and they will send you all the stuff you need to keep your brush head in great shape and to keep you supplied with everything you need for your mouth nice yeah and you can get all that with $10 off your first brush head refill by going to tryquip.com slash thumbs. It's a, it's as far as robots go, it's a very simple one <laughs> that doesn't have a brain. All it cares about yeah. is brushing your it teeth. It will never realize that it is only a toothbrush. And if it did, it would be pretty happy about it. Yeah. It'd be like, this is a great function Because you love serve. your quip. You, I do. I love you, quip. I love you. I love you. I love you, quip. Tryquip.com slash thumbs. <laughs> If I was a robot, that little girl wouldn't last long. <laughs> no. She's human. Yeah, true. So you are conflating robots with evil. No, I, just what I would do if I became a robot, I would I would, I would become evil for sure. Oh, okay, mm. I see. Like, how would I not? How could I resist? Yeah, fair enough. All of that robot. Uh, what are they going to do, put you in jail? <laughs> what are they going to do, push me into a fountain? <laughs> Push me Cut into a two. shallow uh, two inches of water. Yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> I'm a robot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are we back? Yes. We're back. All right, we're back. Uh, Yay. There was a story that was sent to us by Finn Downs who says, don't let your genes be memes. And this is a, which is a very good, that was yeah. his entire email. It's a very good email. And this is a link to a story on Technology Review about scientists using CRISPR, which is the um, sort of gene modification technology that we have mentioned previously on this podcast. Uh, being that we've disparaged. Yeah. Oh, that, sorry. Uh, that, we have, <laughs> that we have level-headedly discussed previously on this podcast, being used to encode a GIF, an animated GIF, in, into living DNA. So DNA is mm. just a bunch of data, basically, right? The sort of guides, the sort of indicates. That's what that's what, what it stands for. It's like data, not anything. Oh, <laughs> so you're saying we're robots? <laughs> I mean, 
we're I mean we're I guess advanced <laughs> organisms into which data can be encoded I'll just read a couple paragraphs from it okay. it says the promise of using DNA as storage means you could conceivably save every photo you've ever taken your entire iTunes library and all 839 <laughs> episodes of Doctor Who in a tiny molecule and visible to the naked eye with plenty of room to spare but what if you could keep all that digital information on you at all times, even embedded in your skin? Harvard University geneticist George Church and his team think it might be possible. They've used the gene editing system CRISPR to insert a short animated image, or GIF, into the genomes of living Escherichia coli bacteria. The researchers converted the E. coli? Indi- I guess that's E. coli, yeah. yeah. The researchers converted the individual pixels of each e. image. It makes you violently ill, e. but you get that cool gif. Now you know why. <laughs> yeah, why yeah. Why did it so oh, ill? Oh, right. It was doctor, that, doctor, it was that minions I, gif. What do I have? It was yeah. that fucking you've minions. Got, you've, you've got, got, got memes. memes. <laughs> you've got memes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Jeez. It looks like you've come in contact with E. coli, which, as you know, is fucking rife with <laughs> trashy just memes. Shit it's just memes. Right. You downloaded it. E. You're full of shit posts. Yeah, you what can I say? You've ingested E. coli, which appears to have been, its DNA is encoded with what looks like 20% of the entire internet. So you're going to die in like two what days. What do I do, doctor? There, like, I, there's do I nothing do? we can do. Oh. There's nothing we can oh. do. Well, you can get a lot of likes. Oh, oh okay. Uh, they, de- they delivered the GIF into the living bacteria in the form of five frames. Images of a galloping horse and rider taken by English photographer Edward Moybridge, who produced the first stop-motion photographs in the 1870s. The researchers were then Great able meme. to retrieve Great the data meme. by sequencing the bacterial DNA. They reconstructed the movie with 90% accuracy by reading the pixel nucleotide code. That is so fucked up. Also, had that guy, when he made that, like the original sort of zoetrope or whatever multi-frame animation of that horse running was. You mean Moybridge himself? Yeah, if, if, yeah, if Moybridge yeah. had, when he captured those images, and then, you know, <laughs> they've, they've been used for all sorts of things. But if you're like, anyway, one day, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be turned into uh, a 24 by 36 square mosaic right. that is then encoded yeah. into a bacteria. What's it, a bacteria? Inside of a person. Yeah, it's gonna be. What is this? a bacteria? He <laughs> yeah, says. Like, what's germs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is encoding? What? <laughs> what's germs? Precious? What's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, a mimetic device. <laughs> ah, mm-hmm. ah, meme. Of course. <laughs> a classic Moybridge. historical meme. <laughs> First memester. Man, yeah, that is that, that is actually astonishing to think about. That was not yeah. even that long ago. Yeah, that was what 150 years ago. Yeah, good yeah. lord. When he made the first meme, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Wow, it's amazing <laughs> to think that the first yeah. meme is yeah. only 150 years old. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had jobs and cash. <laughs> <laughs> um, the a thing that is sort of fascinating to me about and this Bob meme. <laughs> a thing that is sort of fascinating to me about this is that if you look at the sort of before and after. If you look at the original image of the horse, it just looks like what it looks like. It's a very low resolution, obviously, version of the classic it is in fact galloping a horse. horse. It yes, is, in fact, yes. a horse. Yeah. And then when you look at the version that they pulled back out of the DNA, you know, that they decoded from... It's, in fact, it, a moth. <laughs> it's, yeah, right. Uh, it is... It, it's got some pixel noise, it, Yeah, right? it has some pixel yeah. noise. It's sort of a little bit corrupted. And the thing yeah. that is that is crazy about that to me is that it's like... It is basically analog, not even, analog is not even the right word. It's like an organic introduction of data loss into digital, a digital format. And it makes me think that in the future, at some point in the future, there's a great um, quotation by Brian Eno, who said, I should, I didn't think about this before, but I should have had this ready to go. But he said, he essentially says something like all of the, um, all of the sort of flaws and imperfections of any new storage format mm-hmm. will eventually become the beloved hallmarks mm. for the generation. They'll become, they'll them. become like the aesthetic, right? Yeah. And he yeah. brings up things like film grain, like the popping of a vinyl record mm. of the sort of very particular kind of distortion of a cassette tape. Right, or VHS tracking. VHS yeah. tracking. Yeah. All, which, all of which are true, right? Those are all now outdated artifacts of old storage media that are now often intentionally conjured in order to create a sense of nostalgia or sometimes a specific aesthetic effect. And all I could think of when I saw this was a weird future in which the the organically introduced data loss that is the result of your genes interacting with encoded data itself becoming a form of 
fetishized aesthetic modification. That is cyberpunk as fuck. It is so fucking cyberpunk. It makes me hope that that's actually what's going on. I really, I, I didn't do enough reading into this. Do you know if they actually uploaded the binary content of a GIF file into the DNA or if they actually uploaded I was the pixel, the same thing. like each row of pixel yeah. uh, grayscale values and then they reassembled it because what that kind of looks like. Is it the CompuServe graphical interchange format or is it just a bunch of frames? This is this is apparently just being used for straight up data storage. Yeah, yeah. Like companies, like this company Twist Biosciences is actually like 5% of their business now is selling this as like a storage device. Like, they're like, it can keep data intact for a hundred thousand years. Oh my god! Wow! Do you have to like so, keep feeding it and stuff. Is it like <laughs> sea monkeys? <laughs> I'm sorry, that uh, that's my dumb dad. Yeah, analogy, this actually but this, like, this puts a real yeah. this adds a real dimension to the Matrix, right? This is like, what are those farms of humans being used for? Not only batteries, <laughs> hard but their hard drives as well. Jesus. I mean, it makes the premise of that film even more plausible. <laughs> sure. Um, that that said. Uh, that said, one of the other things in this article that I think furthers the notion that furthers the possibility of, you know, sort of beautiful, uh, organic corruption is that is the existence of man. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, as a live or living organ, like genes, the, they, they pointed out that these strands of DNA, um, because cells are over time, cells just die off and regenerate and stuff like if, if you actually sort a bunch of data in yourself, in your own human living body, as you grew and aged and your cells died off and regenerated, that data would actually be subject to corruption by virtue of your physical matter, which obviously the DNA is part of. Right, like, well, your hard drive could get sick or your hard drive could have all sorts of other things happen to it. Yeah. You can, I mean, ah, God, this is so lame. Your data could get a virus. Just kill me. <laughs> so dumb. So stupid. All the things about this are stupid. I mean, also, it's fascinating and good, but like the number of just like metaphors the way that an old person or technophobe understands computers will be fucking made true by <laughs> this actually just being living data that is actually organic where it's like, oh, I guess it's sick. I guess you just didn't didn't take care of (laughs) your stuff. Didn't take care of antibiotics. Like, oh man, all that stuff's going to be real and it's so bad. Don't forget to vaccinate your hard drive. Oh, fuck Don't forget to vaccinate your weird blob of flesh that lives in a jar on your desk. Uh, Don't sit too close to it. It, You know, (laughs) because you'll get E. coli in this case. Sure. But it'll be like a meme-ridden E. coli. Yeah. Yeah, it was really annoying when with the iPhone 9, Apple introduced a new proprietary <laughs> organic like brainstem cable yeah. that doesn't work with any of the other weird gelatinous blob brain hard drive phones. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Apple. Uh, yeah. You're, the fact that your the fact that your data could get a goddamn virus makes me want to die. It I makes, love it. It makes me want to die. Why do you want to I don't know why you're reacting so negatively to this. Oh, jeez. It's great. <laughs> It is great. Yeah. Hopefully data centers do start ending up looking like weird Cronenbergian masses. Like you go, you're like, oh, this is where we store. This is Google's data center. We have to keep it at a good temperature, but you don't keep it really cold anymore. You keep it at like 98.6. Right. And it is just like gross, sinewy, red, muscular mass with you. It has bags of fluid everywhere. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, God. That's when something starts growing inside of it that has legs and sort of skitters around. Yeah. Uh, so earlier, my, huh? my voice is my passport, and my epidermis is my filing cabinet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my voice is my passport. <laughs> <laughs> my stomach acid is my passport, and also my Dropbox. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Nick, earlier when you were pointing out that this, when you were jokingly saying that people are, are robots, yeah, um, it it added a hypothetical wrinkle to me to the question of are you a robot and we were talking about like do robots know know they're robots do people know they're people etc you could instead uh, basically chemically gaslight someone by injecting data into them to make them think that they're a robot right and make make them see yeah you uh, could inject like a serial number and like a date of creation and stuff in there yeah and Mm. just like a bunch of memes and stuff and you're like why would a person have uh, like why would and then you could be like hey just you want to sign up for this like fun gene research website where you could like find out what your family is and stuff (laughs) yeah and it'll tell you what's in your dna 
Yeah, and then it just comes back and says Night Scope yeah, LLC, yeah. and you're like, yeah. why is that in my chain of like what? Yeah. Oh yeah. God, and you know, so you could induce the I'm a robot existential crisis by way of you know doing that. Sure. I just keep thinking about the like the version of this where <laughs> the idea. Because, <laughs> Sorry, I just no. it coming back and saying saying night scope, but then you s- go through some more pages and you just see what looks like like just hexadecimal data, and then you get that into a computer, and then it is a fucking shitty minions hate Mondays gym yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, what a bleak life. Anyway, sorry, Nick. Go well, ahead. no, I feel like even bleaker is just like the fact that this stuff can exist for a hundred thousand years. I'm just imagining the version of this where it's just Jurassic Park except we're all dead but aliens land on this planet sort of searching for like what you know could we possibly <laughs> could we like recreate humans like I wonder what I wonder what they look like I wonder how yeah. they like well, let's create a human. zoo and just recreate humans and then they're just like you know doing the amber you know like the our Jurassic Park sci- our, you know our human sci- our park scientists have created something no one's ever seen and then Mr. DNA just like shoves a fucking meme on right, the screen like, and you're just like holes. what it's for the holes just fucking we minions. Just film just film just, yeah. It's just Mr. DNA jokes yeah. also. Yeah, right. Crash. And then that zooms out and it's like, so we put this in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the idea that of Jurassic Park. So we filled it with this and it's just a big minion. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the DNA is the <laughs> incomplete because it, it corroded over time, but they found this perfect structure of the CRISPR right. experiment of just dumping a bunch of memes into E. coli and use right. that to fill in <laughs> right. the human that they recreate. Right, so humans just walking around in cages saying, like, Am I right? Am I, oh, you know, just like fucking randomly shooting deal out memes. Out of, deal yeah, with deal it. with it. Yeah. Look at their primitive cave paintings, and it's just uh, Morpheus saying, "We do believe." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> bad drawings of Morpheus and uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. But he looks, we got a badass over yeah. here. Like, yeah. Oh God, humans were terrible. No wonder they killed themselves. <laughs> no wonder they all drowned themselves in fountains. <laughs> God, this really is the bleakest episode we've done in a long time. Yeah, it really is. It's because we decided to open the robot news vault up again, which you should never it's do. It's true. We 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 fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there is one last piece of news that I is also bleak that I that I forgot to bring up previously, but this is actually directly relevant to um, a previously discussed bad con- reality concept of <laughs> unimportant of true. Do you guys remember? Uh, I don't. This was maybe a, a month ago. We someone wrote in asking us to workshop their wish. Uh, for a reality in which human hunger would be solved by allowing all human beings to generate up to 10 pounds of nutritionally perfect food at will by summoning it in mid in out of, out of thin nothing. air yeah in front of them you know and being able to drop it from like up to 10 feet away and we sort of went through that whole experiment and determined that uh, you could summon you know 10 pounds of frozen meat or something and batter someone with it and it would be a perfect crime. So a thing that actually happened days ago, this was under a week ago. uh, This was, this was reported. This is um, reported in, where is it? Uh, Deerfield beach, Florida, 15 pounds of frozen Italian sausage crashes down on family's roof. (laughs) Family wonders how mystery meat ended up there. <laughs> a South Florida family is perplexed after recently waking up to a loud thud, only to find that the mysterious sound was several packages of frozen Italian sausage. It was like thunder, and it awakened me out of a sleep. Wait, it Travis ripped through the Adair roof of their said. house? Um, no, it, it didn't rip through the roof, but it slammed onto the roof. It was okay. very loud. They heard it. They went outside, and there were two packages of sausage on their front yard. And they were like, what? We should look on the roof and see if there's more meat up there. There was. There were several more packages of frozen Italian sausage up there. They have a picture of it, and it's just a bunch of sausage and like wrapped up like from a butcher counter. Okay. Um, well, it didn't destroy any of their roof, and I, it, that makes me wonder. No, but if they were outside on their roof, it may well Someone have. might have, yeah. If they, if they had a, a roofer up there without you're, a helmet. You're trying to rule out an airplane? Is that what you're... I'm just trying to... I'm trying to wonder if there was a roofer up there who had met a genie <laughs> and wished for this power. <laughs> well, yes. And then, right. and then was like, what I really want is frozen Italian sausage right yeah. now. Oh, why did mm. I do this? Yeah. And through some <laughs> weird... As is, as is want to happen with genie wishes, right. through some miscalculation, he ended up sort of wishing himself out of existence inadvertently. Mm. Oh, or, but or, the or they were on a magic carpet you at know, the time. You know, it could be that... 
the person's wish, as written down, was exactly what they wrote in, and it was someone in the house who who was granted this wish, and they were like, "I really just would love some like Italian sausage." And then the <laughs> genie was like, "Well, what you didn't specify is that the food would be frozen and dropped from the outer extents of the Earth's atmosphere <laughs> whenever anyone wants it." Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Hope your roof's good. It was. Yeah. It turned out. Thank God. Uh, otherwise, who, that malevolent genie would have bested them once again. Right. The person who sent us this wish sent us the the fully like not quite fully but nearly fully bulletproofed wished which had had experience of wishing for this before and being totally hoisted yeah. when his right. uh, sausage was airdropped from a great height yeah um so Austin Adair's mother Jenny Adair said I thought possibly it had fallen from a plane I thought it had to do with a drug deal or something uh, which <laughs> I, I really like that hypothesis that yeah. just like we've been conditioned through sort of CSI and Law and right. Order and all these shows like this that a if something like, oh it's probably a drug deal the have kids are calling it Italian sausage <laughs> it's 15 pounds of Italian sausage <laughs> but it's dropped from gray right. height yeah. <laughs> yeah, I onto like that. their head rendering them <laughs> dazed <laughs> I like that it fell out of a plane isn't enough but it was probably like a drug plane <laughs> probably like there were drugs Italians you know the, the drugs the sausages are probably drugs so we didn't eat them <laughs> Um, the news story ends in a... Ah, God, my mom thought this also. At one point, someone decided to play a stupid prank on... Uh, by stupid prank, I mean one of my friends literally just stole pallets and pallets of Hanson's soda from outside of a Kmart after they didn't clean them up at night <laughs> and just relined the cement walkway to our front door with just cans wow, of soda. Jesus. Yeah. And my mom came outside in the morning and was just like... <laughs> What what is this? And she was convinced that either they had been poisoned or there were drugs or they were like one of the students she taught was like somehow trying to do something bad. And but her immediate instincts were like, it's drugs. It's it's teens, you know, doing something bad. It's crime. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was crime. It was a friend stealing well, a bunch of sodas. Yeah, sure. But the it's poison. Right. There's yeah. drugs in it's there. Drugs. It's There's drugs. There's a drug deal. <laughs> it's drugs. Yeah. Anyway, then we drank a lot of soda. <laughs> Um, the story ends in an incredible way that I love by saying, <clears throat> if anyone knows where the sausage might have come from or had a similar experience, please email share at local10.com. <laughs> so just in, just in case this has been happening throughout South Florida or elsewhere, please contact local ABC 10 News. Uh, I hope one guy's like, oh, my God, the sausage fell out of my plane. Sausage, sausage <laughs> fell right out of my plane. Inventory, like, inventory was off by fifteen pounds. <laughs> or just, yeah. I was flying home in my in my stupid private plane, and I left the sausage on the roof before I took off. <laughs> I just set it up there when I was reaching for my keys. <laughs> Man, also the the related news on this article, we just sort of we just reacted to the to the drug deal hypothesis, but also the next related story here is. Cocaine found in Cookie Monster doll leads to Key West man's arrest. Okay, so area yeah. area drug crime may yeah. have already set a precedent yeah. that we did not understand. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, I think that that about wraps it up for this episode. Uh, shall we endorse? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Um, Nick, what is your endorsement? Um, my endorsement is a YouTube video that we will link. Uh, okay. on on the site, I don't have the URL. You're not handy, even going to describe it. <clears throat> well, it I'm going to. What I'm going it? to. I'm okay. going to describe it. Uh, I just had a really odd experience, and I feel like other people might as well watching this video that was a walkthrough of the International Space Station. Um, oh, interesting. And I've seen like you know sort of documentary films and IMAX about the mm -hmm. space station or space, and of course that's like you know an experience, but. This was a 4K video that I was watching on my 4K television and kind of not really consciously thinking about that. And then I just started watching it. And there was a moment where, you know, the commander is sort of showing people around and they take them into that bubble, you know. Into the, the little observation the room. The little observation yeah. room. And my mind, I think for the first time, actually had a hint of like what it would be like to actually be there because the way uh. this camera is floating through and doing right. this like walkthrough. And it's in, it's so crisp and so just like perfect. Like video was just perfect. Yeah, I was my mind just went, oh god, I'm in space for like a half a second. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and that's I was terrified. Like I actually realized we had a question like a, a week ago or something. Like, would, oh, you, would you go to Mars? Would you go to Mars? My real answer to that question is no, because I realized that it's it would scare the hell out of me. Like 
the just the feeling of going from the 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 like the hallway where it's just you know wires and you know panels and and then going out where you just have the view like of glass. Earth, <laughs> of oh my god! It was just like holy shit! My my lizard brain just immediately recoiled. Right. Uh, in a really interesting way. Wow. I mean, the video itself was also just really interesting. It was like a two-hour, like very methodical oh, wow. walkthrough okay. of like every system and every. Room I think in they the do those every f- every few years because the mission commander yeah. before Chris Hadfield did it was like a, I think it was just 1080p, but did a YouTube yeah. uh, thing where she walked through the entire space station and, and it was like an hour long and it was one of the best things I'd watched. Like within, it may be the same video, is it? I don't know. Either way, whatever it doesn't matter. Those, yeah, the, the, it was fantastic. Was it full of garbage when you were watching it? Yes. Okay, it might be the same video. Yeah, it's a it great, might be the same video. Whatever. We'll, we'll link the one Nick we'll watched that way. Yeah, I think ISS, it was that video. We'll ISS link that video. tour videos regardless are amazing because it mm-hmm. just makes it seem so real because it is real, but like yeah. you'd never get that kind of look at it. It's because it's not edited, right? Like, yeah. It's just, a, it's a, your brain takes a second to sort of like get immersed in it. Whereas, it, yeah. you know, if it's an IMAX documentary or something, you're not getting acclimated to it because it just cuts. But th- yeah. this was just like, oh, okay, is there is a room. Oh, shit, I'm in space. And it was just very palpable and interesting. So I, I, hmm. I will... I will find that. That's nice. fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, Chris, what do you have to endorse? Um, I am going to endorse a an, a an account on SoundCloud, mm. which is a yeah, it's a it's a audio hosting service that is also where we host our podcast. But the thing that I am endorsing, it which I will obviously also link in the episode description, is an account whose entire content is to take vinyl records. Of chip of songs recorded by the chipmunks, mm-hmm. the you know <laughs> <Yeah>. cartoon chipmunks, <laughs> yeah. and then play them half speed on the turntable so that the voices, which are recorded at normal to the, the way they record those songs, is they record and the chipmunks cartoons, as I think most people could intuit, they record the people speaking or singing at basically normal speed, yeah, and then. They double the speed of those, so it goes into that sort of helium chipmunk register. But then for the songs, they reperform the music at normal tempo, yeah. so that the doubled singing and the um, music match up. So what this account does is it plays those records at half speed on the turntable, so that the voice is back down into totally normal human... It's just a guy singing. ...register yeah. and speed for the most part, yeah. And the instrumentation is all half-tempo. Right, it's like a slow-motion, like, dirge. Yeah, and, and it is amazing. There is some amazing stuff on there. Which particular song do you recommend as the standout, like, starter song? Uh, the standout starter song, I would say, is probably Walk Like an Egyptian okay. by, what, the Bangles, I yeah. believe? Yeah. yeah. And th- these are all covers, obviously. It's not like they took the original music no, no, and no. then re-recorded voice. These are all completely, um, you know, new covers of these of these songs, but they're pretty close to the original instrumentation for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, cough, the, the Walk Like an Egyptian mm. is just this brutal, crunching, like swaggering, bassy... Just deep down version of but that song. But then the guy song. is going walk like an Egypt. Yeah, but there's all this reverb yeah. on the voice. Oh, right. Like it's just really. <laughs> it feels so cohesive and intentional. It's yeah. it's incredible. So it's going to show up in I'm Twin gonna... Peaks season three. Uh, yeah, it really. Uh, honestly, it sounds like a lot of that Twin Peaks season three stuff because all the the drums are big and bulky and right, yeah. resonant and huge. Um, Nick, you really want to say something? Well, I want to. I want to tack on a sub endorsement, which yeah. is which is there is a, a Twitter account of somebody who is taking clips from the Chipmunks film and doing the exact same thing, where it's just the oh, Chipmunks, I've, I've the Chipmunks actually, yeah. talking like like normal humans, and everybody else sounding like All a god. And like, it's just it, it, and then also just like the, he's doing weird things with like cross cutting to yeah. different scenes, and Isn't it's just Neil, it's a Neil Ciciarega thing. It is. It is. That's yeah. what it is. Yes, anyway, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's very, I can't also the name very of that good. Bot. So. I, I so Jake, you asked what was the best like intro track, mm-hmm. and it's probably "Walk Like an Egyptian." There's also there's a, a bunch. "Call Me" is also in there and is great, but I have now settled on my favorite total track. Okay, which I say that "Walk Like an Egyptian," for instance, is a great intro track because everyone knows that song. So there's kind of like you have something to grab onto. My favorite total track that has been stuck in my head for days now is a song called Diamond Diamond Dolls, which is performed by the Chipettes, the three um, lady chipmunks that often accompany the chipmunks. <laughs> As opposed to the Chipmans, which is the, the name <laughs> right. of the, men, the, yeah, the exactly. male chipmunks. And uh, this was actually an original song 
that was in a 1987 Chipmunks animated film, which I never saw, but a bunch of people on Twitter told me is actually a good cartoon. Um, <laughs> but it's a, I, you would think if you heard Diamond Dolls and these are all covers, you think, oh, it's like they took David Bowie's Diamond Dogs and then just changed the lyrics. But right. no, it's a totally original song that has nothing to do with that. Okay. It's a completely original song and it is awesome. And the, the effect of it when it is slowed down because the original song has a riff, a guitar riff that's played at basically double time. Uh-huh. And so when they slow it down, it just sounds, the whole thing sounds like it was meant it was always meant to be this way. Okay. And it, it is just a, it's a shockingly well-written song, both lyrically and musically. And when they slow it down, it is, it is fucking badass. It is so good. And I can't, <laughs> okay, stop, wow. listen, I can't stop listening to it. That is a it. strong endorsement. The Twitter bot uh, by Neil Susurega is Tripmunks. That's there at, you go. That's there you go, at Tripmunks. Tripmunks. Yeah. So, All right. We will link. What is the SoundCloud one again? The SoundCloud account um, that I am referencing is called Chip, Chipmunks on 16 Speed. Okay. Yeah, we'll link both of those. Great. Well, Jake, um, I would like to endorse a product that I've been trying to get a hold of on Amazon, but I'm sure it's good. It's a 9.25-inch uh, purple <laughs> flora <laughs> terracotta flower pot. <laughs> I, I've been told that it's great, um, but I they won't send it to me. So it's really fucking Yeah, annoying. what have they been sending you instead? Just nothing. It just doesn't show up. This, oh, it just doesn't show up at all. Yeah. Interesting. It's really weird. Huh, it is very weird. If someone has one of those, I would really like to get mine. <laughs> Well, Jake, I might just be able to help you out. Oh, thanks, Chris. Yeah, you're welcome. I can give you uh, some of my pineapple bookends that I stole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Important If True. Uh, if you have these any- are, These endorsements by O. Henry, by the way. <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. off. <laughs> um, if, uh, if you have any questions for us, you need our <clears throat> consultation advice- um, uh, sort of to work through anything, please send those to questions at importantiftrue.com and we will do our best with them. If you like this show, tell a friend. Consider rating us and reviewing us on iTunes. That helps us out a lot. Word of mouth um, in any form is really the absolute number one method we have to get this show out there to anyone. Um, and we really appreciate everyone who has shared it. Um, if you want an ad-free version of this podcast, you can obtain one by going to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash idle thumbs. All the details are there. And our website is importantiftrue.com, which has um, links to everything we talk about on every episode on each episode page. And on that, we will be back next week for idle thumbs. I am Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. I'm Jake Rogan. Stay spicy. (laughs) Nixon. (laughs) (laughs) Stay spicy, Nixon. The article calls it a historic horse gif. Citation needed. Uh, (laughs) Prior art may exist on this historic horse gif. (laughs) 